0: Hey guys, welcome back to episode 5 of Estating the Facts. So today's episode, I'm going to be talking with my buddy Nick here about home insurance options. Nick, before we get into it, though, maybe tell uh, everybody a little bit about yourself, what you do,
1: blah, blah, blah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so my name is Nick Amador. I am an insurance consultant for Gassage Financial, Inc. We are located in Aurora at uh, Wellington & Young. And essentially, we help new homeowners or existing homeowners restructure their mortgage uh, insurance because in most cases, the insurance that they're given through the bank isn't adequate, or it's or it's lacking in a lot of areas, mm-hmm. uh, and so we do the best we can to make sure that people are covered and, and have the protection they need.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so I know you mentioned earlier um, that you there was five main points about what we need to cover and what's important that people should probably know. So we'll yeah. probably just jump into that. Um, what was what was that like? What was the first one there?
1: Yeah, cool. So pretty much when it comes to home insurance. There are five key differences between what you'll usually get at a bank, which we refer to as creditors insurance, and what you'll get from your own policy, which we'll just refer to as life insurance. Um, so one of the biggest ones that we find people don't know is that with the creditors insurance, the amount of money paid out on the insurance is directly tied to your mortgage amount. So let's say you get a house that is you know, $500,000, you put down your 20%, and you take out a mortgage for three to $400,000. Let's say you pay that over a period of 10 years, and then unfortunately, you pass away when there's about 100 grand left on the mortgage. Now, the creditor's insurance is going to pay out $100,000. Had you have taken out a individual policy over that period of time, when you died 10 years later, the payout still would have been that $300,000, $400,000. Wow. That's yeah. a big difference. Yeah, it is a big difference. <laughs> um, and so that's one of the things that most people don't realize. They just assume that they are insured for the mortgage and don't understand that as the mortgage decreases, the amount that they're insured for decreases. Also goes down. But their payments never decrease. Mm. So they continue to pay for less coverage. Wow. And that's from the bank's? That's from the bank's insurance. Yeah. With an individual policy, the amount you receive at death is fixed. So if you take out a policy for four hundred grand, uh, and you don't obviously lapse on your payments, you will receive a policy payout of $400,000 at death.
0: Wow, that's pretty yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah.
1: Um, another big one that we see is that creditor's insurance um, typically has pooled rating systems. So with an individual policy, if you're 24 years old or 25 years old, you're going to receive a rate as a 24 or 25 year old. And the rates generally begin to pick up uh, in terms of their expense at around the age of 30. Uh, mm-hmm. That's when people typically begin to buy houses, right, ironically right. enough. So this is where it bites the most. And if you're getting a creditor's insurance policy, you're going to be grouped into a, a five- to six-year segment. So you're going to be 30 to 35, 36 through 40, 41 through et cetera, et cetera. Right, right. And so you're paying a fixed rate that oftentimes is going to be 30 to 40% higher than if you got your own policy. Hmm. Because a 30-year-old or a 31-year-old will be paying the same rate as a 35-year-old. And those five oh, years is, Oh, absolutely. It's Especially it. when you get up into the 50s yeah. and 60s. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> when it comes to life expectancy, the, yeah. the way they, uh, they underwrite it, it begins to… Uh, Okay, so that's afraid. pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, third one, this is my my least favorite one of them, but it's Ooh. my most favorite to talk about, <laughs> um, is the fact that when, God forbid, you die, your creditor's insurance from the bank never actually touches your family's hands. So the mm-hmm. way creditor's insurance works is the policy is directly between the bank and the insurance company, and you are just the life that is insured. So if you were to pass away, the insurance company pays the bank, the bank covers the mortgage. Your family is now mortgage free, but they never actually see that money. Now, an issue arises in a case where, let's say, uh, rates are rising, but you have locked in a nice interest rate, and you're satisfied with the interest rate, mm-hmm. and your family is maybe better off investing the money from the insurance policy yeah. because of the fact that they have a nice... A, nice a low rate. interest rate, yeah. um, They don't have that choice. With an individual policy, they can do what they please with that money. Yeah. The money goes from the insurance company to them, and yeah. they can opt to buy some more real estate with it. They can... I mean. Put into the stock market, they can whenever, pay on the mortgage whatever they want, whatever they want. Yeah,
0: because it's their choice. Exactly. Creditors, not they, they they lock money. it into the mortgage or they lock it into the. They give
1: it right to yeah, the bank, right to the bank. Yeah, no, no choice. The family won't even see the money. Wow. Yeah, which I mean, is really unfortunate. It is. Yeah, um, one of the ones that most people tend to not understand, but it, it's very important from an insurance uh, consultant standpoint. Yeah, is the underwriting of the policies. This is the fourth fourth of the five. Yeah. Um, when it comes to creditor's insurance, the way banks work, because there's such a large volume of people coming through and getting the policies, yeah, they don't choose to underwrite. Underwrite meaning assess the clients to make sure that they are um, in proper health for the policies is the way you do oh, it. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah, yeah. When, I see what you're saying. When they issue the insurance. Mm-hmm. So what can happen... Um, And I mean, it happens at times. You can look up stories of of this occurring. It's kind of unfortunate. But people will pay for 10 years of insurance. They'll pass away. And then when their wife or husband go to claim the policy, they get denied. And it's because maybe that person had a heart condition that they didn't disclose. At the beginning. At the beginning. yeah. And the bank says, well, listen, had we had known that, we wouldn't have insured them. So Mm, that's not our fault.
0: Oh, that is sneaky. Yeah.
1: Um, Whereas with individual life insurance, it's underwritten at time of writing so yeah. when you go and apply for the policy they yeah do, they do the medical they do the blood test um they do the physical yeah and they make sure that you're able to uh be you know you're accepted for the policy yeah and once that is done then they will issue you the policy
0: so there's no excuse for that. and from that point on you're locked you're good you're, you're yeah paid. there's you're, no, no, excuse. Matter, no matter how you die yeah um i mean there's a few if you of course yeah. Yeah. but uh you're paid you're yeah paid. yeah well wow, that's pretty interesting too yeah. though these banks are pretty sneaky, eh? A little bit. Yeah. Well, see, so the
1: <laughs> thing is, most people go in there and they're so, and they think they're safe because yes, the bank. You trust the banks. Yeah. And they're, and I mean, it's not just that the banks are screwing people over. Of course,
0: yeah. But and that's a good point. Actually, but we highlight that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, things you don't know. Yeah. That people who don't understand the way insurance works will never notice. Yeah. And so twenty years will go by. They'll yeah. have paid their increased rates, and they'll have paid for their decreasing coverage. Yeah. And you know, hopefully, no one ever actually has to claim their life insurance policy. Hopefully not. Yeah. Um. But if they do, that's when you run into these sorts of issues. Yeah, uh, and, and that's
0: and that's so funny because that's at like the worst time of your. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Like that's literally the yeah. worst time, and then the banks are like, "Oh, sorry, you're I know, denied.
1: I know." That's what? The there, actually, there were <laughs> banks. There was a whole CBC special on it about yeah. people who they were trying to expose the banks, of course, because yeah. <laughs> a bunch of people it just sort of started. I mean, not with the internet. Yeah. it's happening to one guy, then the next. The yeah, next. yeah. And people started talking about it. Yeah, and, they and it turned on. out a lot of people were passing away, and the banks are being like, "Sorry, wow. you didn't tell us you had." You know whatever. Condition, yeah. this, that and, wow. and people are like, well, why? <laughs> that's yeah. not fair. Yeah, well, too bad. You should have you should have read the fine print. Wow. because we said in the fine print, The fine that... print that's
0: eighty pages long. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, and then the the final thing. I mean, it kind of works two ways, but um, the rates will constantly with a, with a mortgage, the creditors insurance constantly yeah. be increasing. And that's because the banks are constantly readjusting and people are are constantly getting older. And so because of the fact that your rates are shifting every five years, you're going to be getting hit with higher and higher rates. Yeah. Um, With personal insurance, you lock in the rate when you buy the policy. Yeah. You can get a term policy if you want to get a whole life policy that literally locks it in for the rest of your life. Wow. But term, you can go 10 years, 20 years. Your rates will never increase. Even that's still pretty long. Yeah. 20 years. 20 years. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then with that, the bank's don't actually insure their own their own policies, right? Right. They go through the Canada lives and the Menu lives. Yeah, of course. So they're essentially, an, uh, they're an intermediary. They're a middleman.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the people
1: that, the clients that go into the banks, mm-hmm. they go through the bank to get the insurance policy. So the insurance policy gives it, the insurance companies give a policy. The yeah. banks need a cut. Obviously, they're doing of course. Work. So they mark it up exactly. So yeah. you're paying inflated rates because yeah. the bank going needs to make their a middleman. money. Yeah. So if you just went directly to a mortgage broker or yeah. mortgage whatever you want. Or sorry, to a insurance broker. Yeah. You skip the middleman action and you get the cheapest rate possible.
0: Wow. And that's yeah. That's pretty interesting. So another way that the bank is trying to sneak in there, make that extra money. Yeah. You yeah. Know, always. Always. At the end of the day, the bank's got to make money, right? Always. <laughs> so <laughs> always, they do. always. So I mean, so you guys offer like. You offer tons of different services, all that, but you mainly focus on.
1: um, Yeah, so we. These policies? We focus in two areas. Uh, Group business is one of our big ones. Yeah. You know, getting people set up with life and disability and critical illness for their businesses is very important. Yeah. Now, is that something that the bank would also. No. Right? You need to go. You would need to do that through the insurance companies directly or through brokers? Oh, through brokers. Some Some insurance companies go direct to consumers. Right. Most go through brokers. Okay. Interesting. Um, And then this is a big part for us because we find that a lot of people just aren't aware. And as much as we are like, you know, obviously salesmen, real estate agents, car salesmen, of course. Yeah. Salesmen, of, of course, yeah. Uh, it's more of a, it's more of a trying to just give people the, the tools that they need to assess their, Absolutely. assess their options. Yeah. And if you want to come with us, we'd be happy to help you. Yeah. If the bank still looks appealing to you after you know, go to the bank. I'm not going to tell you not go to the bank. Yeah. But any right minded person should see these and say, well, yeah,
0: as long as they do their homework. Right. Exactly. So yeah. I just want
1: to help people do their home. It's
0: a good because I like to see it. Like when people ask me, you know, um, you know, you're a real estate agent. I like to I like to almost say like I I more see myself as a real estate advisor yes. because I'm Insultant. on your side. Yeah, there yeah. you go. I'm on your side. Yeah. I'm not trying to screw you out of yeah. something. I'm trying to help you and your family exactly. get that dream home you want and negotiate the best transaction. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to do all that stuff. And I'm sure you feel the same when you're when you meet somebody. You're not trying to. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You're a salesman, but you're not trying to screw over their family and their mm-hmm. kids and and you know when they when one person dies you're like yeah. no nope, sorry you're <laughs> denied like, yeah. you're trying to actually genuinely help them and that's what i think a lot of people these days and i think there's a bad reputation with that in every sales office right of course, there's of you get that nasty yeah.
1: reputation well it's funny there's a, <clears throat> a mentor of mine he once told me so there's two kinds of salesmen right mm-hmm. let's, let's imagine salesmen are farmers <laughs> okay there's right. there's a farmer yeah. who will grow a cow or he'll, he'll breed a cow yeah Treat it well. He'll feed it well. He'll get it, and then he'll slaughter it. He'll he'll just kill it and take everything he can. He'll take the he'll take the uh, the outsides, the insides. Yeah. He'll sell the head. He'll sell the make head as leg, much money. As make it. as much money as he can in one day. Yeah. And never get to access the value of that cow again. Yeah. And there's a, the other type of salesman who will breed the cows. Yeah. And then he'll milk them once every two weeks. Or he'll mm, shave them and make a, a coat, yeah. but he'll just nurture them over twenty years, and he'll never kill the cow yeah. because he values the cow.
0: Yeah, and he I wants the long term game. Yes. So there's there. two
1: types of salesmen. The yeah. ones who are just out there. I want the one so deal. To make that I, don't, quick buck. I don't care if I screw people over. Yeah. I need that quick buck. And there's people who are. I want to advise people because I want them to come back to me.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want that exactly. I'm that is of- actually a great story.
1: That, yeah. That's a really good. Uh, yeah.
0: That's a really good example. Yeah. So, anyways, buddy, thank you so much for uh, talking a little bit about this. Hopefully, that helps a lot of people. And hopefully, you know, people just do their homework. That's yeah. the main thing, right? That's it's it. just that's getting people to actually educate themselves on this kind of stuff. Exactly. And and videos like this, I believe, will actually help people. So once again, uh, thanks. Thank
1: you for yeah, Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate no, it. No, no problem Probably at all. Hopefully people, uh, find some useful. Yes. I insights. mean, I, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> we'll Otherwise see. I all for naught. I might yeah. get a whole bunch of messages yeah. saying to shut up or Why something. Why do you read the <laughs> on your <laughs> I, show? I hope
0: not. Yeah. Alrighty guys. Thank you so much. Stay tuned next week. We're going to be coming out with another episode, still figuring out the details, but uh, we'll figure it out as it comes along. Awesome. Thank That's you nice. so much.